I'm Tiffany. And I'm Brittany. And this is Moxie, Moxie, the podcast. The bald, the beautiful, and and all our BS. Here we will talk about all things hair related, things we wish we would have known sooner, done differently, or wish we can change in the beauty industry. You get to know us on a more personal level and hear about all the latest details about Moxie and our day-to-day lives. everybody it's me i'm tiffany Brittany is out this week she's on vacation but i did bring a friend jenny jenny Hi. hey jenny Hi. um jenny works with me at moxie and has been with me for eight years eight years now my second to longest relationship yeah mine too <laughs> <laughs> so introduce yourself so hi i'm jenny um I have been a hairdresser now. This is my 24th year. Wow. Yeah, no. The old lady in the salon. Um, I started my hair journey um, here in, in, um, in the area. Uh, got out of school and decided um, early in my career that I wanted to do different things. So I went on to New Orleans and worked in New Orleans in a barbershop for a while. So I actually started my career in a barbershop, um, did that all the way through Katrina. And then after Katrina, I actually went into the beauty school world and I taught for Paul Mitchell, which then led into being a national educator for John Paul Mitchell Systems. Um, in that time, I was lead stylist for Fashion Week New Orleans three years in a row. That was 11, 12, 13. Um, did some, lots of things and then decided it was time to come back home to Thibodeau in 2014. And through Paul Mitchell, actually ended up at Salon Moxie. Um, yeah, because you couldn't work at another salon because you were an educator. You couldn't just choose a random salon to work at. No, I had to work in a Paul Mitchell focus salon because I was still an educator. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. Their uh, rules were kind of more strict than they are now. With yeah, Paul like, Mitchell. Yeah, I had to work in a Paul Mitchell focus salon, meaning a salon that only sells Paul Mitchell product, uses Paul Mitchell hair color, whole nine yards. So, like, it had to be that. So, and I'm the only one in Thibodeau at that time. At that time, yes, you were the only one. So, I actually met you from through uh, um the rep through the rep through mm-hmm. i was recommended to you um or we were recommended to each yeah. other i think it was kind of a mutual setup like it was a blind date um man no the odds of that like because otherwise you would have what had to go to homa did they have anyone in homa um I would, that was before miss molly mm-hmm. when before miss molly passed so she would have been probably the only one and then now that there's um i don't know the name of their salon but uh, but there's another there's another one in, but i think the rules since then have changed th- and they're more lenient with things like that but yeah like you were kind of in a little situation yeah i had to have a specific so it was either that or stay in baton rouge because i was you know, when i left the teaching beauty school i was working part-time in the salon in baton rouge so it was either like stay in baton rouge and commute so mm-hmm. it was about an hour and a half commute yeah had two small kids at the time. It was not really like ideal, an ideal situation. So like we got hooked up and it's kind of been like, it's been, it's been love ever since. (laughs) 
it has been it's, though. It has <laughs> been like we like we say all the time. Like only if it would just work out romantically. <laughs> just not my thing. <laughs> it's true though. You know, if it wouldn't be for that husband, you know. <laughs> We would have, a, we would get so many things done. Yep, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and it's literally been just kind of the dream, the, the dream salon situation ever since. Like, I feel like our team just like, we just mesh. We, we like get each other. We get each other's stupid jokes and mm. weird sense of humor. And like, we are just good with everybody's like quirkiness and like you were the first person so like you came in when Brittany stepped out so like Brittany took a break you came in because I had an empty spot and I was like literally just like drowning with like business and um I don't know like I don't know you were like with me from the start like you grew with me like it was OG yeah like it was a (laughs) lot like you helped me figure it out a lot of things along the way like on business and like should we do this should we add this should we change this like you know the evolution of like becoming an actual business owner or just like working in a business yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely like it was kind of like we we I think at the time because I was going through a divorce at the time when we first started and like you were kind of like new into this like business because your business mm-hmm. had changed from the tanning salon yep. to yep. like just solely hair salon. Yeah. You're by yourself. You had an overflow of clientele and you kind of needed somebody that just like at that time I had been doing hair for 15 years already. So like I kind of just jumped in and like got to work mm-hmm. and um, you yeah, kind of needed- I, could, I didn't know like how to be someone's boss or like an employer right like I was responsible for you like yeah you just came to work and you knew what you had to do and it was like a blessing and I didn't even know it yeah you kind of and like as you started to build Mm -hmm. like you kind of like we would bounce off of each other like how do I well I don't even handle that situation Mm -hmm. and I had dialogue because I had taught for so long so when you're in the teaching world especially in cosmetology you're not just working as you know a teacher, I'm teaching you, you know, X, Y, Z, but you're also like having to like do clients through another hairdresser. You're, you have to be the leader in that sense. Like you have to be able to control the room. You have to, you have to know how to resolve conflict and all of that. So it kind of just had dialogue that you could kind of just like, just tell them this and like Mm -hmm. you could run with it. So, um, I think that that kind of we just kind of found each other like mm-hmm. right when we needed each other the most. It's like true. I needed a soft place to land and mm-hmm. like and my place wasn't so serious and like what you were coming from and like it was just laid back like come as you are like yeah this you is- had a level of expectation mm-hmm. which was like easy. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as you did what you had to do like it was fine. There was no like ridiculous tapping tapping the toe or tapping mm-hmm. the finger at me that you know things needed to be done a certain way it was like as long as they were done mm-hmm. they were done efficiently and they were done like to the best of your ability like everything was good so like it just kind of fell into place and then Brittany came on back Brittany and- came back and then we just added Jean and it just kind of started to evolve Right. We said that in a previous episode, like how business just like we didn't make a lot of plans for the business. We just did what we knew we needed to do. Like we just went to work and we were consistent in what we were putting right. out. And like business just came and it evolved. And like 
we just like went with it right we leaned into the growth absolutely absolutely like we didn't like make plans like how people open businesses and then like got these five-year projections you know like we didn't have any of that we just like went to work we just went to work (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) went to work and then one day you were like i am taking this online class (laughs) for this hair extension company and I, at the time, was a certified educator for another brand of extensions that I had actually traveled and did classes for and, like, had taught on stage in New York, like, and in in North Carolina, like, for this one particular extension brand. And I'm like, well, what company are you going through? And it was kind of like a a lower end brand mm-hmm. that you're going and I'm like you're learning how to do this on the internet <laughs> she took like she went in the break room and had a phone call class and like I guess y'all shared some pictures or something I don't even know how you learned how to do these honestly random extensions I think you just figured it out on I your think own. I just watched videos and like figured it out like, like I seen the brand at a hair show too. And like, I can look at something and like, you show me one time and I know what I yeah. got to do. And that was kind of that situation. Like, I think I, to be what you call certified, mm-hmm. I had to make that phone call and like show them some pictures. But like, that's just trial and error. Like you yeah. figure that you shit figure, out you on your own. Yeah. Yeah. But my first experience with hair hair extensions, though, my sister was gone. It was the summer of she was going for her freshman year of high school. Nice and grade. I was in beauty school. And, like, I'm in beauty school. I know how to do hair. Of course you do. Like, Two weeks down, I can cut everybody's I hair. I got this. I had a, one class. I am a hair stylist. Amen. <laughs> I am good. <laughs> so she's like, you know, needs her back to school haircut. Right? Of course she does. Of I, course you do. I, I am here for the job. Like, I am your girl. Got it. Got it. So, I cut the fuck out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, I gave that bitch a hair cut. Oh, my God. And she, like, looks down, and I cut the guide, and it's short. Like, it's, like, <laughs> not a trim. Like, it was supposed to be, like, a little trim. It wasn't a trim. It was short. It was, like... Right below our ear. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. It was like... Oh, and this is like... Freshman year. Like Freshman she, year. So this is like 2000... Like, this is emo I don't know if this time. was emo. I don't remember if this was emo time or not. But, like, it was just bad. <laughs> like, it was bad. <laughs> this was like in a time when, like, people were, like, doing their hair. I don't though, remember like, that. I don't remember. I don't... It's... I don't know. Oh, my God. So she cried. My mom was in, like, damage control. So guess who learned how to do hair extensions? Me. Because I'm a hairstylist. Because you're a hairdresser. <laughs> so I learned how to put tape in extensions. I don't know how, but we did it. But these tapes, like, I mean, the lowest quality, you know? Like, we just went, like... To the salad To the good store, you The know? good hair store. <laughs> we just went to the good hair store and, like, taped them things in. Oh, my God. But they was falling out all the time. They were, like, dripping out. I was always having the retape shit. Like, it was bad. But that was my very first experience with hair extensions. And I will never forget that. And she will never forget that. I wonder if my mom That's remembers that. That's probably, like, one of those, like... Core memories. Core memories. 100%. Poor Brittany, like, with a traumatic haircut oh. right before she goes to high school. Like, yes. 
Oh my God, when it's like the most important year to make your first impression and you got the the funky berries and cream haircut. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Juices and natural juices and berries. Well, so that was my first experience with hair extensions. And then I eventually went work at Hair Tech. And I built my clientele doing weddings. So there was actually an American Beauty hair hair store next to my salon. So I would take all my brides and we would literally just walk over and I would buy clip-ins for um, all of the brides. So like that lady in there, like she knew me. We had a good relationship. Like I think her name is, I think her name might be Tiffany. I don't know. Oh, that wouldn't surprise me. But she, um, she was so nice to me and like, she just knew, like, I was like, I need this color. She knew, I knew what I was talking about. Like, she was a great match. If I couldn't be there, I would just send my clients in there and like, oh, you here for the little girl next door? Like, (laughs) she was great. So like, I would just support her business that way too. And all my brides would just get clipping. So that was like my next kind of like milestone with hair extensions. But yeah. And then like, I don't know what happened that like I wanted to it was a client's request I I remember so yeah um I can't remember who it was but like somebody had requested like real hair extensions and you had took this class specifically to put those hair extensions into her hair that client's hair yeah and when you purchased her hair extensions remember I got 50 I I bought them too I do remember that. And yeah. remember you put one directly on my hairline. On your hairline. <laughs> it's like you just putting hair stitches on my hairline. <laughs> you needed hair right there, clearly. <laughs> but, but you had uh, did that class, and I watched you do it. So I was like, okay, well, benefit of the doubt, because I'd worked for a specific brand. So it was kind of spoiled, because at the time, it was probably one of the higher-end brands of hair extensions. And how long, like, how long ago was that? So that would have been like when I first started with hair extensions. Would have been two thousand. Like when you were working for that brand, it was two thousand ten mm-hmm. till I came to you. Mm-hmm. Like I was still working in Slidell, so like, so like so nobody like in years. the Thibodeau area was doing anything like no, this. No, like, like I, I bought that machine mm-hmm. when I started working at Moxie. Yep. Like, so like no I didn't need a, a machine at the other salon because the salon was a hair extension salon so that he had machines. But like no one use. in my area was doing that. Mm-mm. Like hair extensions were thought of as like what you did for prom what you and your did wedding. For wedding or like you couldn't have that every day because that's like what celebrities wear. Correct. You know? It was still very much celebrity hair. Mm-hmm. Not not just everyday anybody. Cuz and and realistically, they were expensive back mm-hmm. then. Like, there was no, you know, under a thousand dollars for mm-hmm. a head of extensions. Like, they were, and you, they were only good for so long. Like, right. you would put the hair in, you'd wear them for three to five months, and then you'd throw them in the trash. Right. Like, there was no repurposing the hair. Right. Like, so it was really expensive. So the only people that really could get those kinds of hair extensions were people that had very disposable income you couldn't just be somebody that was going to save their christmas money right and come and get a service every now and again so i took the class and we started doing those people we did those people and those people those clients there was it was one client client. and myself and why we like i think we just bought i bought 50 because i was just gonna like put them in my bangs or something and then we decided to make 
Like I had a, a Christmas party. I was dating my husband at the time and it was his company Christmas party and I needed an updo. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I know what we're going to do. And you put those 50 strands in my hair and you created this updo out mm -hmm. of nothing. Mm -hmm. Like skills to my friend, like... <laughs> Like, I don't know how, because my hair was short. Like, I had a clipper cut short. Like, it was magic. It was a magic hairstyle. Like, we had just been growing it out for, like, a month or a month and a half. So, like, oh, you attached those mm -hmm. extensions Magical. to my short hair. And I had a whole updo. And I remember and my now husband at the time, my boyfriend, telling me, like, oh, my God, your hair. Like, that is amazing. I'm a real girl. I was a real girl that night. Yeah. So you, that's why we bought the 50, because I think it was just to put them in the back for the yeah. updo. And they look a little ponytail. And then you went to do her reinstall mm -hmm. was when we realized. So when you went to put the... Yeah, the hair, like, it was supposed to last, like... A year. A year or so. We're just going to say a year. I don't remember yeah. when the company says. But, like, they were just, like, disintegrating and, like, shredding. So... The end of this particular type of hair extension was like a shoelace. Mm -hmm. So you know like when your little children have a have shoes for school and by the end of the school year the end the little the little plastic piece that's on the end of a shoelace just gets like frazzled and frayed mm -hmm. and that's what was happening. You would so put like the you little couldn't shove the little shoelace into the cylinder to close to it. Close shut. It. it was so cracking we were, the yeah, cylinders. So like the hair wasn't lasting as long and these people were investing this money. And it was expen it was, was way expensive. more expensive. Yeah. And it was strand by strand at the time. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about a section of hair that's about a quarter of an inch. So what they call that now is technically eye tip. Eye tip. Mm -hmm. So like they're like but Imagine one strand at a time of a quarter of an inch. Like that takes a hundred, two hundred, three hundred. So those each individual little strands are, you know, mm -hmm. that's pricey. And for them to only last, I now forgot how two, they came packaged. Two if it was installs, like ten. It was like strands ten strands per little bag or whatever. Ten or twenty couldn't have been more. I think it was twenty-five. That's why we bought fifty. Maybe so. You're right. Because I was like, well, I don't want to buy too many. Because let's just play with these. Yeah. But yeah, and then you'd put them in and you'd put them into the little. But why thing did and I crap. do that instead of using the brand that you were currently using? Because you had already, like, I came in the middle. So you had started the process with that company. Okay. And like, you had yeah, that schedule I, already, like, it was already going. And yeah, then I mom, showed up. My mom bought me that for Christmas. I yeah. Think and I didn't Christmas start, and gift. I started in April. So, like, you probably got it for Christmas. And then I started in April and. I bought my machine and I did like 10 purple strands on somebody and you were like, oh, what's this? Mm -hmm. So those were a different type of strand by those strand. Those are called K-tip. K-tip. So it's like a little carrot. You melt them into the hair kind of thing. So a little bit higher end. Than so what it's a single strand just like the other ones, but the way to install them is just a little different. Right. So we went on to that company, which that company was just a higher quality. The hair itself was a higher quality. The installation lasts better. But that what that brand was single use. You put it in, you put it in, you wear it three to five months. And then you take it and out. You and you take it, throw it in the trash and you put a whole new set in. So it was pretty expensive. But the whole idea of the reusable hair was not perfected yet either. Right. right. So then we discovered, we went to that hair show when for my um, bachelorette party, and we discovered 
another brand of hair extensions. Was that the Halo one? The Halo. Yeah. And then we started, that's when we got into the tapins. Yep. Because of Brittany, actually. Brittany yep. was like, I want these tape-in Yeah, because I think Brittany was buying her extensions on Amazon. Yeah. So she was like wearing tapes already. Right. And we were like, these are no good. We do with these strand-by-strand strand things. Mm-hmm. These are much better. Right. But she, she was buying them on Amazon because she didn't want to sit that long. Right. I remember that now. Yeah. And then we got into the halos, which is like half of a wig, basically. And we still, to this day, are selling them. And they're doing great. Like, they're still around. Yeah. We still sell halo. We are a halo mm-hmm. couture salon. So, mm-hmm. like, you, if you're interested in that, we mm-hmm. have that. <laughs> but um, halo also sold the tape-ins. So then we got into the tape-ins. And we realized that it was a little less harsh. Mm-hmm. for um, application and removal. Because to remove those keratin K-tip extensions was kind of like aggressive. Like you had to use a pair of pliers and some dissolver solution. And you had to like chew it with like a little pair of pliers. And like I ended up at the chiropractor and like with, mm-hmm. with neck issues. Like I got to the point where I had to stop doing them all together because they were just killing me. And then we got into the tape-ins, and those were just a much easier. Yeah, it was a faster process. Faster process, cleaner process, and you could reuse the hair. Mm -hmm. All you had to do was Mm re-tape the um, But we still didn't have a large clientele of hair extension. No, it was more like we were doing it to fix problems. So if somebody got a bad haircut or had, like, after, like, you know, postpartum hair loss, Mm -hmm. you know. So they were really more designed for, like, we were fixing stuff. We were camouflaging yeah, I don't things. remember having a client of a full head of tapes or no, anything like that. I had a, I had a few with um, the strand by strands though. Like I yeah. had a few that I did a full head like on a quite a few regularly. Like yeah, on a regular yeah, rotation. Like that business was kind of starting to grow. Yeah, and then you yeah. Went. So one of my clients actually asked me for hand tied extensions and that was really one of the first times I've heard about it. Yeah. I didn't know a whole bunch. So of course, you know, you can ask for something and I'm going to like, Oh yeah, let me go research this and figure it out. Um, and that's what I did. I kind of like figured it out. I think we ended up having a, um, a class with a Paul Mitchell, uh, educator and she was doing them. Um, and she gave me a little information, like, this is who I'm using. This is what we're doing. And I kind of started following the person that she uses and like, you know, kind of figuring it out and like what it's about, how it works, how it's installed. And, um, I ended up going out of state and getting certified in that particular method and brought it back. And, um, just like since then perfected it. I want it done in my hair. So, I, of course, I, you know, taught Brittany how to do it. And we just kind of, like, each, you know, each other piggybacked off of the necks. And I think, like, we, I mean. Kind of came back and just, you started training all of us. Like, in, fairly quickly. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing. A few of my clients were like, yep, I'm interested. Like, I, I guess you, right. you good. Like, I was like, I can't promise you this is going to last. But they were, like, all willing to be, like, yeah. the guinea pig. Well, I think it was at that point people were starting to have a like, desire a for li- it. This was pre. It's like you know, like AC, like eight. What is it? Um, like before Christ, after Christ. It was before COVID, after COVID. Oh, right, right. <laughs> so this is still before COVID. So like people were like, they had a little money to spend, and they were like, yeah, let's try it. I'm, and you know, here we are. 
kind of always uh, spending other people's money. Like, we scared. We don't want to, like, suggest it because it's really expensive. But then people are like, no, I want it. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of just evolved into, like... But no one in the area... Like, if you wanted hair extensions, you needed to go to, like, Baton Rouge, New, New Orleans. Like, you, nobody in Thibodeau at that time was doing it. Yeah. So, I feel like we hit it at a good time. And, like, I just use social media. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. how it happened. Like, I just showed everybody what I was doing in the before and after pictures. And I wore them. And... I mean, I just, like, naturally, in general life, have very, very fine, thin hair. Like, fine to the point of, like, almost not wearable. Yeah. And, like, affecting your self-esteem, like, that fine. So, when I had a taste of, like, wearing hair extensions, like... That was a funny taste. (gasps) We decided to put a full head of strand by strands in Tiffany's hair when she was six months pregnant. Yeah, that was bad. And she wore them... All the way through maternity leave, and we took them off. Like, you weren't quite back yet. It was like two or three weeks before she came back from maternity leave. And if anybody, like, if you've had a baby, like, like those are the moments that you are the least concerned about your hair. And those hair extensions were not the best choice in those months. But she looked amazing yeah i was like mother like, she was like mother earth i was like, like mother earth with my beautiful hair yeah and my belly big be- beautiful belly <laughs> and like this flowy hair and she was like feeling herself because it was the first taste of real hair extensions yeah it was amazing and then she came back and i'm like oh girl like <laughs> <laughs> they was so matted and ratted and yeah. it was not because of the hair was because she had a baby. Yeah, and I was like laid up. Yeah, she was. You had the the boy on the boob and not uh, worrying too much about your your no nappy hair. But like once you have a taste of that, when you have like severely thin hair, where it's like when you see yourself, like I didn't feel like I looked like myself. And it's crazy because like that's my natural hair. Like that should be how I look, but I did not like that was not me. Yeah. So when I finally put these extensions in my hair, it like, I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to look like. Right. Like, there is no going back. Like, yeah. I will have like, no, like, it's not a possibility. We're going to, we're going to have to upgrade to gray colors by <laughs> yeah, once, <laughs> at one point. Once I get gray hair, then we'll have gray, <laughs> have gray hair extension. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I think, you know, it just like, I fell in love with it. And I think like, if you are selling a product that you love, then like, it sells itself. Like I was the product I was selling. And like, I just talked about it to every person because I love them. Well, I mean, honestly, like over my years in it, I have seen it time and time and Mm -hmm. time and time again, like hair extensions can change a woman's life. It changed my life. I mean, I'm not going to say it could change a person's life. I shouldn't say a woman's life because I have had men that have gotten hair extensions. I have, I have seen all walks of life get hair extensions and it like can do like do something that nothing else can do when like your hair finally works for you. When you're, you know, you finally feel pretty. Yeah, I mean, I literally say it until, like, it's actually, like, a part of the Moxie brand, like, 
like slogan, like hair extensions do way more than add length to your Absolutely. hair. Like it just, it changed everything for me. And like, I can sit back today and say like, these have changed my life. Yeah. Um, it sounds kind of silly, but like it really impacted my life and in like impacted my career yeah. as well. Like it changed the game for me. Well, um, I, I mean, just the, the confidence, even if you wouldn't have brought it to a place where you were selling them, but like the confidence it gave you just mm-hmm. in being able to be more of a, of a confident speaker, being able to be in front of people. Like you didn't feel like you were, I, I felt, I witnessed it. You went from a wallflower to an actual, like to a boss bitch. Like you, yeah. you definitely like it, I saw it help your confidence yeah. and like, it, I, you, you were like, okay, I got this now. Yeah, like it was almost true. like putting on your suit of armor. Like it like, bam, I'm here now. It's really true. It sounds crazy, but it's such the truth. Like it changed everything. It was your power suit. It was my power suit. It's true. It's crazy how hair can do that. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so I started wearing them. I started putting them on my client's hair and it just like grew. The business blew up because everybody wanted to know like, what is she doing? Like these before and after pictures are like amazing. Like how can I have this? So I was talking about them nonstop. It was like filling up the feed. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, because we were doing so many, um, I realized we were like, I mean, this is the course of what, two years, I would say. Yeah. Like we were steadily doing this particular yeah. hand-tied brand. Brand, yeah. Um, and in that two years, I just perfected the way we were installing them and just kind of like tweaked it, tweaked it, put my own little touch on it. Like we perfected used, it, mm-hmm. fixed the challenges that came because there was like some unfinished things left Mm -hmm. that you needed to like yeah you just need to do them you need to work with it but it took a good solid like two years time frame to like figure it out yeah um trial and error everybody was kind of a guinea pig sit down i need to i want to work this mm -hmm. placement out and then everybody in the salon was doing them you were the only one that really like didn't because i think you just like you are like male clients like yeah the salon barber yeah, You're but not- and I mean, I, I, I've been there and I've did hair extensions for a really long time. And I think I'm just at a point now where like I just don't have the tedious. It's not your heart's not in it yeah. to, that it takes like I, I'm, I'm quick, fast and in a hurry. And like I get it. I love them like I will wear them. But like I just don't have the patience to mm-hmm. to do them anymore. Right. Like I said, I'm in my year. 24 now Mm -hmm. so like if I were a little younger but like really my it was it's the holding the needle actually Mm -hmm. hurts the palm of my hand Mm -hmm. so I think it's just more of a health thing at this point like I probably need to have a little surgery in the wrist but I'm trying to hold off on that for as long as possible but but yeah like I mean everybody was rocking and rolling the everybody's businesses were kind of like evolving from doing this method And I sat back and I looked at the volume of hair we were ordering each month. And I ran a report. And we weren't happy with the quality. And we were not happy with the quality. We were not happy with the quality. So what was happening with the quality was, and and during this two-year, like, time frame, they had gotten, like, different types of wefts. So a weft is, like, 
the strip of hair, the like the big long yeah. string of hair. Yeah. So they got different types of wefts and like, you know, I like drank the Kool-Aid. Like if you were the brand I was using and I was like that with Paul Mitchell, Same. like, yeah, you know, like if I'm brand loyal, I'm brand, brand loyal. loyal. That's exactly what that is. So like if I'm, and I was in it, I bought everything they had and I was like drinking the Kool-Aid and it just was not like if I'm selling this product and I'm telling my client, it's going to last you a year. Like this is a year investment and you coming back to me like within four months, three months and I'm having to like recolor the hair because it's fading to orange like or green or green. Yeah. Like it was some weird because I remember I was wearing darker ones yep, and mine, turned mine turned green. So it's like, if you're coming back and I told you this hair is going to last, like, yes, sometimes we have to tone hair just because color shifts, but like and everybody's water and yeah, hard like, water that's and normal, stuff like that. but yeah. to completely tone change like that, like that was a problem. Yeah. So now I'm having to charge my clients more money to color these extensions to fix the problem that like shouldn't even be shouldn't a problem. Shouldn't be a problem. So it was like you know, to color someone's hair extensions too, like that takes more time. Yeah. So like I'm having to charge you more and take more time to do this service. And like, I'm supposed to promise you that it's like going to last. And another right. thing that was happening too, is like it was getting shorter. So like you're coming in purchasing 22 hair, 22 inch hair extensions, but like within six months or so, like you had to get a haircut because like it was frayed on the, the ends. ends would get bad. Like, you, ends, like you, you, you would have to use like a deep conditioner every single time you washed your hair or else the hair would like floof out. Like think of yeah. like a bad humid hair day with no humidity. Just that's what it would look like. Right. That's so what was that happening. all had to be cut off every time. So they're not going to last unless you want to have no, a bob. And then you before know? you know it, it's like you ended up with like shorter hair and the client's like, well, wait, when I first got it, it didn't look like this. Right. Um, and, and it was like really towards the end of that journey, one of Jean's clients came back and she had purchased hair and they were blonde and it was beautiful. The very next time she came back for her move up, they were orange. They were orange. Like, I remember that. And it was, like, in her hair. Yes. And it was, like, like somebody had spray-painted them orange. And we were, I was mortified. Sean was mortified. The client was unhappy. And we tried our best. And we ended up making it work. But, like, that should have never been an issue. Never. And that pissed me off. Oh, I, yeah. I think it pissed all of us off because, like, at this time, I'm not doing installations, but I'm still selling hair extensions. Well, you know, you, like you were doing all our consultations. Yeah, like I'm still selling them. Like I'm still in the game. I'm just not in like actually doing the installs. But I am like filling the younger stylists' books with these hair extensions because I do mostly men's hair. So like my book is a little bit more flexible sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. To be able to do those consultations. So, like, I'm also, you know, kind of upset about it because, like, I'm selling them and telling them all these things and they looking at me like, well, you had said. Mm -hmm. And it was just the quality had just gone from, like, really good I feel to, like, like, really bad so in, like, two years. Did we, like, lose quality, you think? Or was it always bad and we just knew better? I think when we first started with that company, the quality was really good. And I think the company changed to cheaper. You think? Hair. I think so. Because it, 
We never had anybody turning orange in the beginning. I don't feel like that And then either. by the end, we were having orange and green people. And we were having, like, we couldn't get the hair. Remember? Like, yeah. it would be on back order for months. Like, yeah. I feel like we had, like, a lady's ticket on the board for, like, yeah. months waiting on hair. And it's like, we can't, like, it's one thing for it to be on back order for a week or two. But, like... It's a no for me to wait for months. Like, that's money out of my pocket. Like, she could have had her hair done twice. Yeah, I'm sitting time. here advertising this product, and I can't even give it to her. Can't even give it to her, exactly. Yeah. So then you, like, so finally I, I, got... I ran a report, and I realized that, like, you know, I'm spending a large volume of money each month to order from this company. Like, it's outrageous the amount of hair we were purchasing. And I ran a report... Um, on Rosie and I, I still to this day don't remember how I ran that report <laughs> and I played around <laughs> we with have it problems since. with running reports we never can remember the reports well, it's so we run. many of them it's so many and like you can run the same report and get a different number every freaking time yeah. like ask me how I know I've been in a conversation with my CPA all week long about a damn report but um <laughs> she I ran this report and it was oh, it showed like how much like color it, it was like a pie chart and it was like how much color clients you had how much extension clients you had haircut clients you had and 42 percent of it was hair extension clients wow so that's, i'm like that's 42 percent of my business is these hair extensions and i'm buying them from another girl like that was crazy that's, to me and the girl you were buying your extensions from was basically you in another state. A hundred percent. She was a salon owner, just like you, started from scratch, just like you. Her story, she figured it out, just like you. Her story is very similar to mine. Yeah. And that's why I chose to go to her salon to get certified, because I needed to scope out the situation. Yeah. I use that as more of like an educational. Scouting. Scouting. scouting like, let me throw my eyes around she here. She was undercover. Like, what, the, what is really going on? Because <laughs> I feel like what you have figured out is not that hard and right. i feel like i can do what you're doing right now and i remember talking to you about this yeah, I'm like, absolutely i'm like she's not doing anything crazy no like i know me and i know i can do this absolutely i just had to figure it out you had to figure it out you I, had to do the research you had to like sit on your computer and find the bottom of the internet it's true and it's like <clears throat> it's crazy how timing works out and like you know at the time that all of this occurred i was going through a fresh breakup yeah, I had you were moving I was moving but renovating I had, a house yeah but I had more time in the evenings so yeah. like once I put my kids to bed I would sit on my laptop in my bed and just research and read and I just like I think that was the best time hot like in my life to like be able to do that yeah and it like, was the thing that kept your hands busy it kept my hands when busy. you were going through a rough personal moment that's right yeah that's right and like it just it came all together in like the easiest way like it wasn't yeah. like a very difficult so i worked on with a couple other brands and they sent me samples samples i remember the samples and you were uh, you were like i don't know it's coming from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So we, I got some samples in once I kind of figured out where to go for a manufacturer and like how it worked. And, um, I didn't really tell anybody in the salon what I was up to. I just like, 
We kind of we kind of had a clue. Like she would be like, "I'm I'm doing some things. I got some research going on." Like you were, we knew you were trying to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Like we knew that you had your wheels were turning, and like we oh she's gonna bring in another extension company or she's gonna bring in another brand, and then she's like, "We've had to do this thing, girl." Mm-hmm. Like it was like so I tested one brand and it just wasn't like the greatest. It was like the the seam felt a little chalky. Like it was just different and the colors were off and all of that. So I, then I got another brand and like just um, talking with manufacturers and like figuring out pricing and um, you know all of that sort of thing. And then I finally like I found it and ended up like developing a really good relationship with the manufacturer and like like so much so that we're like we talk about a personal lives with yeah. each other like it's a it's a really like awesome thing to like wow. to like be a part of that and like have that relationship with a manufacturer yeah like absolutely you can do that. yeah um but the whole process is very like it's cool how it happens because like so it is a hundred percent human hair and a lot of so it's, it's and it's Remy hair, right? It's Remy, Remy hair, hair, which means like the hair is ethically sourced. So like it's not like people like getting their hair head sleeves sh- <laughs> like scalped, scalped in the <laughs> in the back alleys of like yeah Bangkok or something. No, <laughs> no, it's nothing like that. Like it is European hair. It's so Remy means basically they go to these cut places and they donate their hair. And a lot of times they're donating their hair for money. So like yeah. they'll donate it from for their church or it's a religious act or um, sometimes it's like we need money for school and things yeah. like that. So like they'll they're selling have, it, they they're, s- they'll sell they're, their hair. They're selling it for money for like yeah. their to live basically, or yeah. to, to help them live. Cause it's ethically sourced. And Remy also means that the cuticle layer. So they're not just cutting the hair and letting it fall to the ground and, and picking, picking it, it up. up. They're cutting it. So like if you were to do that and you would pick up a strand of hair Who's to say which direction that hair cuticle is laying? So Remy just means that all the hair cuticle is laying the same way, which is down. So that way it all stays, stays together. So together. you don't end up with like like hair locking together like Legos. So mm-hmm. if you think if you take a strand of your hair or take two strands of your hair and you hold one and you take one and you put it upside down, the cuticles can connect that way. So if you were to... Um, so what Remy does, or like Remy hair is, like they basically take the ponytail, put a ponytail holder, and cut the whole ponytail, and then that whole ponytail gets stitched together so it all stays in line. That's right. So you're not getting any kind of like matting. So you can buy, like you could buy them on like Amazon and stuff like um, like dreadlocks, mm-hmm. hair extensions. Those are not Remy hair. Those are hair that's basically just been picked up off of the the floor, the leftover hair, and then they tease that and turn that into dreadlocks, and those are sold as lower quality. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some really high-quality dreadlocks. I don't want to put it out there that, you know, people that do dreadlocks, that's a whole different hair extension art form in their, in its own right, but that type of hair is typically used for, for making mm-hmm. those And they do have synthetic dreads. hair and things like that, but that's nothing that we want to use because we want to be able to apply heat and things like that to our hair. So, um, and then my hair, what made it different and what was really important to me is remember we talked about how as the hair like 
as time went on, the hair got shorter. So I wanted what's called double drawn. That just means that the hair is the same like density at the root as it is at the base. So like some companies you can order 22 inch hair, but when you get it in, you need to cut two inches off because it's like free. It's wispy on the end. So like the, my hair is solid on the end. So like you got a true 22 inch or a 20 yeah. inch or a 24 inch. So like inch. if you had like hair that was already like long and didn't really need too, too much blending, you could just use the baseline of the hair extensions as a baseline without having to cut it at all. That's right. If you, if you didn't want to, cause it's a nice strong bottom. So that baseline. was really important yeah. to me too, to like find that because Thinking back um, to the other brand that you were certified in that we used, those single strand extensions, yeah. those were not double drawn. No. They were like kind of wispy on the ends. And kind of like thinking back to that, like I realized like that was kind of important. Like if I'm wanting 22 inches. Right. I want the whole 22, the inches. Whole 22 inches. Because it is more, exp especially back then, they would, well, I mean, it is. It's more expensive when you have longer hair. So like those that brand extensions was available in like 22 24 and 28 inches but like you could buy the 28 inches but you really were only getting like 25 inches correct. because like you had to cut it off because it was stringy on the ends that's but just at a, the time that's what they had that right. was the best but that's just a lesser quality than what we are using today no now we we in, upped our game yeah um but just being able to so like Thankfully, I knew what our clients were currently using. So I started the line with 12 colors and I just went off of what we like. Okay, well, this client uses this kind of brown. This client uses this kind of yeah, blonde. We went like, with the one, like basically, we you filled the clientele's needs yep. first. That's so what like I did. You covered the, our client, our Moxie clientele first. That's right. So, like, this and is matched the everybody off of and that. And I matched everybody off of that. And um, fun fact, though, when we were deciding, because when you order hair extensions, it's like it's by a number system. So, like, for example, if you got a root, that's a different number. And then if you got a highlight, that's a different number. And then if you, your low light color is also a different color. So it could be 4-18-8. Yeah. And that is your color. Right. And some brands, through my research, actually name their colors that. But I thought, you know, if I'm That's working complicated, if I'm working behind the chair and I'm trying to match someone and I'm like spitting out a number like that is very confusing to remember. So I chose to name all my colors af after my family members and my friends who were like involved in my life during this process. Right. So I thought that was another like cool little like touch. Oh, I know. I don't think I've ever been more excited mm -hmm. that I have a hair color named after me. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, like, Oh, I know. <laughs> like that was super exciting. So everyone who was kind of involved in the process and like in my life during that time period, I just, I, they, all of them have a, a name. So, and I think like you can like relate that now to when you, it, it like it translates easier when yeah. you're matching someone's hair. Yeah, like, I absolutely. feel like everybody knows now, like, oh, the Jenny color is the darkest brown. Yeah. You know, and I did name them secondary names, too. So, like, if you don't know the color line, the Jenny is actually darkest brownish black, I think, is the secondary yeah. name. So, like, it describes the color. So, that way it's easier to understand if you're seeing it the first time. It's um, really funny, too, because, like, some of the names are, like, 
Like, there's the Britney, and there's the Rhea, and they look really good together. Like, if yeah. you mix the colors together, so, like, the the couples, yeah. like, really blend together yeah, <laughs> really it's well. True. It's, it's funny it's how true. it worked out. It is true. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so, just being able to, like, every single detail, like, the thought that went into this, like, for example, most hair extensions come rolled in the packaging, well... Like, that was a pain in the ass to work with. Yes, absolutely. Because the ends fray up, and you can't lay them flat on your client's You get, head. like, a little, like, kick. So, amount, so perfect example, when you buy a really nice rug, mm-hmm. and it comes rolled, and the ends of the rug always kicks up, and you can put ice on it, you can put, you can put the coffee table on it, but it just never all the way goes down. Yeah. That was the same thing these hair extensions so were doing. So I recognized that Flipping that was, that that was a, um, an issue. So I asked my manufacturer if we can fold them in the packaging. And she was like, absolutely, sure. That's a great idea. And now we don't have that issue at all. Exactly. It's a non-issue It's a now. non-issue. So it's just like little details that like I didn't even think I could do. But, like, in reality, like, I could do whatever I want. This is my brand. Right. But, like, I just didn't know that. And, if you remember, this whole situation started with you, like, getting the idea to, like, go down the rabbit hole. About, it started with the beads. It started with the bead ribbon. Because mm-hmm. were, we, were, we were aggravated that we had to keep loading the tool with one bead at a time. And you were like, there's got to be a better way. And we started brainstorming in the middle of the salon. Like, yep. what if we put it on a ribbon and we yeah. put it on a thing and then you could just because at first we were like let's just get it and then you could cut it and you could put it on the tool and you're like no that's not gonna work and then and it, it evolved and you sat on your living room floor with fishing line I made a prototype you made a fit a prototype for the bead ribbon mm-hmm. which is by far one of the most convenient oh I dealt with it today of- I ran out of chocolate beads today at the salon and I had to string one by one bead onto my loop tool I was pissed. <laughs> like, he's spoiled now, yes. TB Ribbon. Like, it saves so much time. I don't think there's any other companies that have bead ribbon. Like, I think that is a mm-hmm. unique design to Moxie Extensions. Yep, because I haven't come across. It's so, like, zoops. So which, what we're describing is, like, picture a roller ribbon. So we use, um, it's a metal cylinder lined with um, silicone. silicone. To protect the natural hair. And that's what we, we crimp it shut onto the natural hair. And that's what, how we secure our hair onto your hair. Um, and these beads are, we call them beads, are typically in a jar. And we string them one by one onto the tool that we use to put the beads into your hair. Well, I developed where it's actually on a roll of very thin wire. So imagine like a roll of fishing line. Mm -hmm. And then like the fishing line has these little beads, just like the whole roll is beaded. Like a a ribbon. Just a ribbon, a string of beads. beads. So like if you unrolled it, it would be 15 feet of beads, like Mm -hmm. just lined up. So we take the loop tool and then pass it through the hole of the cylinder and transfer them on from the loop, from the bead ribbon onto our tool. So it's like it just slides right on. It's, it's so just it transfer. saves you so much time. And I mean, we were ha- like it was it never failed. Like you were always like, can somebody load another tool for me? Can somebody load another tool for me? So you were always like kind of begging for an assistant. Whereas now you just turn over, load your tool, and move on. Like it's not it's somebody saver. to like 
such a time saver in a, a time consuming process. Like mm -hmm. once you get it down, you can get your timing down on hair extensions, but hair extensions in general take some time. Like right. it's, it's not a, you know, it's not a quick service just in general. Yeah, and, that was know, a game changer. That though. was a game changer was the bead ribbon. And then it evolved yeah. from there because we have loose beads and we have the bead mm -hmm. ribbon. But I think the bead ribbon is probably like, yeah, what I'm changing cool. with the bead ribbon. I'm trying to um, broaden the color palette a little bit. Um, I found some beads with a like a little bit of a lighter, uh, like a brondy kind of color. Okay. And I think that would work really well. Yeah. So I'm in kind of working on that and I'm redesigning our loop tool and things like that but the hair by far is like my most like um it's my pride and joy like yeah, i work absolutely. so hard on that and like the thought and detail that went into it so um the goal is to have approximately 30 ish colors and it, where are we at right now um i think we're at 14 14 15 something like that we just added a new color. I just added a new color, um, amber. Amber. It's, it, it's a redhead, right? Red? No. Um, I actually have it in my hair. It's the oh, color it's... Tiffany mixed with uh, like a level seven low light. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just a highlight low light. We call that one amber. Amber. Shout out, Amber. Shout out to Amber. <laughs> so Amber helped me um, with my graphics um all my design for because the manufacturer i chose to go with they do have a graphic designer and they could do it but it was too hard to go back and forth communicating and like amber i can get on the phone with really quickly and like shoot on in. over to her office if need be go yeah. to her office see samples in person and like it was easier to deal with her so amber helped me develop all my packaging and how it looks and she also helped me write like i scribbled out on scratch paper all my curriculum for the installation method and oh, she yeah. put it into the workbook, In the workbook and books. like made the workbook come to life for me. Beautiful workbooks that yeah. she does whenever she's teaching her classes yeah. and stuff like that. It's great, great yeah. um, visual tools right. for those people that need notes and yep. stuff like that. Yep. So she helped me develop all of that. Um, but yeah, I mean that, I mean, and that brings us to like the whole education part of it. So um, during the whole process, I've been just like fine tuning the way we're installing it and everybody kind of puts their two cents. Like I've done this, this worked, this helped. Um, but don't do this again. <laughs> yeah. Over time we developed our own installation method and how we're putting it in the client's hair. Um, so I developed a curriculum to be able to teach that to other people and um put it into a workbook my goal is to once we move i would like to have classes at yeah. the salon when we have bigger space bigger space um and just a setting that deserves that kind of like we need a a, a setting that like reflects what we're doing absolutely you know, to absolutely be able to host that it's our i mean our space is not to the caliber that i want it to be well i mean we're we're in we're in like so close to the to the new mm -hmm. space mode right now yeah. that it's just so I'm pushing it um you know you can find my stuff on TikTok you can find my stuff on Instagram and things like that but I think once we move and like I can dedicate some more time because like right now I'm stretched too thin well one thing at a time you got to yeah. prioritize yep. like 
in that right now. Like it is a priority to me, but like I can't give it the like the time no. it deserves. You're in the like home stretch Correct. of building a salon. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like, that's my priority yeah, right that now. That has to be, and then like. So once going forward, though, I would really like to focus on the education part of it, and like going into salons or people coming to me and and learning. I even am playing with the idea of putting it online. Uh, well, I mean, you can always. I say offer classes first, and then we can always see. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just depends on how much you want to put into it, I think. I just feel like if I get a really good quality videographer to video it and make these class, like, I feel like, and then I can sell that. Yeah, you could charge for the video. Charge for the video, but also, like, you get me. So, like, you get me for however many phone calls to, like, troubleshoot with you. Let's do, like, a Zoom call where we, like, do it together. Yeah, and that could be a, that mm-hmm. definitely could be marketable like check-ins I mean, something of. like because i think uh, like a another hair stylist like yourself like would be like i don't want to go to your salon and just, mm-hmm. just tell me what i gotta tell do, i know all i gotta do is see it three times and i'm gonna get it so just tell me what i gotta know and then i'll call you if i have any questions mm-hmm. like i think that would be beneficial but i think you could offer all of it you know right. depending on what level of education but I think, like, they want once someone wants so like how I was like I wanted to use that brand and I wanted to be a part of that I wanted to see her salon I wanted right. to see her setup I wanted to see what I was getting what they into, doing what yeah. they doing so like I think that's appealing if you are like branding yourself in a way like yeah like we're gonna have a salon that you're gonna want to see Right, you, you want to come, at like, like uh, and who doesn't want to come to South Louisiana and mm-hmm. like eat some food and right, like, like we're we're cool people, right. you know, <laughs> like hang out with us just right. because, right? <laughs> so that's kind of the direction I'm seeing it to go. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of curious and like very excited to kind of see that unfold and what comes of it. So right now, I mean, there's um, a salon in Homa that purchases from us. Whoop, whoop. There's a salon. Shout out to Homa Salon. Yeah. <laughs> the beauty bar in Homa uses our salon. And then there's Posh Salon in Boutique Ashley. Yeah. She uses our hair. And every person that passes through Moxie, that's getting extensions. So, yeah. like, we're selling it. We're solely, like, we're using our hair, our brand, um, and have, like, repeat clients. We've had Absolutely. to reorder hair. Like, my, my stock is growing. So, like, our inventory is growing and expanding. Um, we're getting 20-inch, 22-inch, and 24-inch um, extensions now. Nice. Not in all colors. I'm slowly growing it. Yeah, but, but in the most popular colors. In the most popular colors. That's the And eventually we'll have those three sizes. In all in colors. In all colors, yep. So we have a website. It's moxiehairx.com. Um, and it is a beautiful website. It is a beautiful website. It is, it so, is so pretty. pretty. Yeah, absolutely. It's so moxie, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like moxie's a vibe. It's a whole vibe. It's a vibe. And, like... You can look at our packaging and it looks like, it looks like Moxie. It, well, that's like brand awareness though. Like that's what I'm doing. Like, well, it, I know, it's, it's but like, brand. I'm just saying like it's Moxie's a vibe I'm, more so than just a place. It's like, you know, when you come and hang out with us, like we're a vibe. It's the whole package. <laughs> and it's the, the hair extensions just extend into that vibe. Yep. It's part of it. Yep. Part of the vibe. It is. It's just like building a whole brand. It's not just the salon. It's not just doing good hair. It's 
not just the extensions. It's the whole package. The whole package. We want you to come to us and don't go nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, as a, a mother and a working mom, personally, like, I don't want to have to go all over the place. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to have to go to some place and get my hair cut and go to a different place to get my hair extensions. Like, if I want to get those services done, I want to be able to go and get it all done and trust that the hairdresser or the person I'm working with knows what they're well, doing like we've had it happen where like people decide spur of the moment like oh i would love to have extensions i didn't know like we've had absolutely. that I, i'm new here i didn't know y'all did this and they absolutely like how amazing it is to be able to like grab a pack of hair off the shelf and like put it in right okay, right there let's do it you know yeah, instead right of like there. right let, after their highlights are finished let yeah let me order this and it might be in in a month yeah you know no, i think that that's such a plus it, and, then, and her like, stock is in her bedroom right oh, now. Right now it's in my bedroom because I have no room. Like my house is literally an extension of the salon. Oh yeah. Like so, I like, have no house. It happens quite often where she's like, Faith, go to my house <laughs> and I need you to go and get two packs of Misty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then it's Kayla, go to my house. Yeah, <laughs> like the so, people that are just in and out are. It's, Tiffany's house. It's like my vision board. I go to bed, like it, at the foot of my bed, there's my TV. And behind my TV is the wall of hair. It's a wall of so hair. So I have command strips, like hooks on my wall, physically on my wall. <laughs> it's her It's her bedroom decor. And like. I go to bed like, at night and I just look at my hair wall and I just smile. I'm like, that's amazing. <laughs> Not the hair wall. So, yeah, it is. It is a whole hair wall in her bedroom. Yeah. I can't. It looks like just, it looks like a retail store. Like, it's like retailed, it's branded, it's all hanging beautifully on hooks in the beautiful packaging. It could be a store wall, <laughs> yeah. but it is branded in her bedroom at the foot of her bed. Yep. But yeah, so I don't know. It's um, it's gonna be nice to be able to have it, like, have my house become my house again. Absolutely. Um, and have the hair extensions there on display because I feel like right now it's just like, it's amazing. And it's consuming you. But like, no, but like the <laughs> hair extensions are amazing and all. But I feel like people don't realize how special. Yeah. It is to like, like, you're a client going into a salon that has their own line of retail product that they're yeah. putting on their clients. That's like, not a typical that's thing. That's not a typical thing. And I think that's like to be able to stand behind that and like have that option for your clients is a big deal. And Absolutely. I feel like. And it be a great quality. hundred percent. So it's not just a, like we wanted to have something. So we went ahead and just like put our name on, put something. our name on something. Like there was thought, there was research, there was trial and error. Like there was a time that she was like, no, we not using this. We're going to do something else. Yep. Like, so the, you know, the process wasn't just like, Oh, here's my name. Yeah. It was actual, like, yeah, like I didn't just real send, thing. Yeah. I didn't send my logo to someone and just say, Hey, you put this on your product. Like yeah. it wasn't, a which private, is a thing. Like you can do that. It like, wasn't a private label type of thing. Yeah. Pri that's what it's called. Private label. Like you basically, it's just a generic product and you can just send your imaging and they'll put it on their packaging and it's not anything special. 
I mean, it's just anything, whatever, but it has your name on it. This is not what that is. No. Like, our hair extensions are not that. This no. was pieced together, thought out, like, experimented, trial and error, like, two years. It took two years to really work out all the bugs. Yep. And, and it took decide. a while to, like, figure it out, develop it, test it, make sure it's good. Like, I remember selling someone hair, like... Knowing it was my hair and not being able to tell them and like offering them a discount to try this hair out. Yeah, because it's new that we're it's trying. It's new, we're trying it. I might, it might not be that good. And my clients are great. They like, sure, whatever you whatever need. Whatever you need. Like, I'm here to help. You know, like that was the, the feedback they're, I got. They're excited they're to excited. be part of the process. That's right. So like, I think the clientele of Moxie is like, they're, they're like Moxie girls and yeah. Moxie guys, you know, like they're like in it and yep. are part of it. So especially our extension clients, because mm -hmm. they're like, I'm trying it out anyway. So right. like, but I remember doing that, like test out this hair. Like this is, you know, I'm testing out something new. I'm gonna give you a discount, try it out. And yeah. like, that and was, and then they were sold. They were like, "This is so much better." Yep. Like, I don't think we had anybody like. Mm -hmm. I'd rather the other stuff. No, not at all. Not. Yeah, because didn't they have a um, like a beard on the yeah. other brand? Yeah, yeah. So, so like, so it's called return hair, return hair, and it basically means like, so picture like the hair being looped over like. A rod or like so like, like a if, shower rod. If you um if you're if you look at us anything that you sew like if somebody that sews so like you say you make a hem in your pants so the part of the material that would be folded over and you like stitch and you like would iron the clothes and then you stitch it on the line so imagine that like hem hanging down so there would be like an inch of hair. Like Which over the top. A lot of people call it a mustache or a, beard, or a beard, but the term is return hair. So that little short, those little short hairs, so it was about an inch of hair that would be, and I mean, it was hidden. You couldn't see it, but it would get matted. It would get matted and it would itch. And it would itch. So it was like an inch of hair, like inside your hair extensions and it would be underneath. You wouldn't see it, but it would like poke you in the scalp and then like mm -hmm. your natural hair would get like mangled and tangled into it yeah so we don't have any we don't have any of that on ours mm -hmm. there's no beard there's no mustache there's no you can cut it on the seam without unraveling too so like you can cut it to your client's hair to fit your client without like hair coming out yeah. and shedding off so that's kind of just like a thing so like hand tied extensions are just like basically like sewn like so like a, a single by hand, yeah. a sewn by hand like a single line of like a sewing stitch and then like but if you cut the thread you're cutting the thread and it'll unravel yeah ours have like a little it's like a coating right it's like a coating it's not but latex it's ever it's, so slight but if you cut it there's no unraveling, there's no unraveling because mm -hmm. the it's adhered basically that's right, that's right. it's a, just a newer technology Yep. Um, so we like did a whole spiel on hair extensions. I hope you found this interesting and like got some kind of information from it. If you have any questions or curious about anything, I would love, love, love nothing more than to talk to you more about it. So as always, like hit me up if you need anything. Um, we did like not do a weekly update, but I think we're cutting into like the time we can do it real quick if you got a weekly update we forgot to do that at the beginning no, i don't know <laughs> i can any. do like a quick salon update so like 
this week on the salon, we are hanging our suspended like grid ceiling. Oh, gotcha. So that's happening. That's awesome. That started today, actually. Woo-hoo! So should be finished probably by tomorrow. So exciting. Yes. Next week, our glass is coming in on Tuesday. So we will have glass storefront windows on Tuesday. Oh, how neat. So people are going to actually pass because right now it's just like boarded up. Boarded up. So it doesn't look like but anything waiting, from outside. I'm waiting for the glass to come in so I can finish the front. Yeah. Um, and then my floors are starting tomorrow. Wow. Things are happening. Painting is going to be finished tomorrow. The whole, like, done. Done. Oh my goodness. Like we are, we are getting there. So my floor guy's coming and he got to float a lot of things and like sand down some pipes that were coming up in the ground, like some metal pipes from the previous people. But, um, but he's coming like start that process tomorrow. So like next week, one step closer next week, he should be laying some floors. Wow. I know. I'm so excited. So once the floors are in, can we go and do like fuzzy white socks, slipping slide? (laughs) At the new salon. 100%. <laughs> yes. Yes, I will require that because we're going to have to clean this bitch. Oh, so we'll just get we'll just get a whole brand new pack of like Hanes white yeah. socks and some pledge and we're just slipping sliding. 100%. I'm down. <laughs> That's um, how we clean in the floor. We'll put yeah. we'll put little baby Elliot in a like a, fl- a fluffy onesie yeah. and spray her down and let her crawl around. She'll yep. help out. Sounds great. <laughs> Yeah. So next week I'm hoping to like have a large chunk of all of that done to be able to do another video and show everybody what's going on. We have, um, I have to pour an outside slab for our outdoor AC units. We need to clean up the parking lot and restripe it. Um, my electricity needs to be hooked back up to like the permanent right now. We're on a temporary. So like there are like a lot of little things, but like Cabinets are still being drawn. Um, that has to be built and all of that. So like it's it's there, y'all. It's we we're in a like it's in there. a home stretch we're right in a now. Home stretch. We are rounding third right now. We are. It feels crazy to say. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long journey. I'm just so thankful for it though. Yeah. Like, it's awesome. It's happening the way it happened because for a reason. Because this is where we're supposed to be. Man, timing's everything. Absolutely. I know. But anyway, um, I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Thank you, Jenny, for coming oh, to hang no out problem. with me. Um, it was nice. Thanks for having me. It was nice little change. We miss Brittany, though. It's yeah. not the same. Yeah. There's no one complaining that it's they're hot in the salon <laughs> anymore. It's... I don't like all these vacations. It's time for everybody to come back to work. Like, it's not the same. No, we don't, we're not together. Yeah, it's like, you know, when, like, you away from your mama for a long time, she calls you and you're like, where are you at? Like, yeah. that's how I feel. Like, all my children are, are not, not with me. Supposed to be. <laughs> they're not where they're supposed to be. <laughs> like, they out after curfew. Yeah, that's how it feels. That's how it feels. Um, anyway, all right. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye, love you, mean it. <laughs>